Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by BlackRock Health, providing patients with world-class clinical care and comfort, enabling swifter recoveries. Well, first this morning, I'm joined by the parents of Riley O'Shea, a little baby girl born in Cork University Maternity Hospital on Wednesday of last week. While the birth of any new baby is to be celebrated, Riley's was especially precious. Her mum having suffered 23 miscarriages over the previous two decades. And Riley's mum and dad, Georgina and Ken O'Shea, join me now. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Morning. Listen, congratulations on your new arrival. Did you get much sleep last night? How's she doing? <laughs> she's she's doing well. She's um she's feeling well, so we're lucky. I, thankfully. I can hear her there actually. And listen, Georgina, go back. You had one son, Leon, didn't you? When was he born? Um, Leon was born in two thousand and four. So I think he's gonna be like nineteen next month. He's 19 in June, he is. And listen, after that, I assume you were very young, you were in your early 20s. I assume you thought you wouldn't have any problem, Georgina, having another child. Uh, no, when I fell pregnant to Leon, I was 16. So Ken and I were both teenage parents. So everything was perfect. Labour was perfect, straightforward. Pregnancy was perfect. So no, there was never any indication that there would have been a problem or there might be a problem. Um, everything was, like I said, very straightforward with the birth of Leon. It was only after that problem started arising. And Georgina, like when did you start having problems? I know you ended up with 23 miscarriages, which is extraordinary. But when did you first suffer your first miscarriage? Leon was about two and a half. Okay. So it was kind of two thousand, late 2006, early 2007. And then what happened? So we had our first miscarriage and I went to the doctor. Um, they confirmed it was a miscarriage and I was concerned um, at that point. But they told me most women have at least one miscarriage in their lifespan. So it was nothing to worry about and that my age was in my favour. Um, so we just put it down to it was just one of them natural things and then the following year I suppose we had about two maybe Um, and then I start getting concerned so I went back to the GP and I was just told you know I was very young and my age was in my favour and everything would work itself out Um, kind of pushed me aside I suppose because of our age uh, we moved to Cork then within maybe a year and we fell pregnant again. And when I was in the doctor's surgery, she took a pregnancy test and it came up positive. And the doctor just said, you know, congratulations. And I broke down and I just said, you mean commiserations? Um, we've had three miscarriages, so this is probably going to end up the same thing. So she got me in contact with Professor O'Donoghue in CUMH. Uh, straight away, it did end up in a miscarriage and Professor O'Donoghue took Ken and I under our wing. So she had done all the tests, you know, she checked mm-hmm. everything that she could possibly check from myself and Ken. Um, and everything was perfect. There was nothing that was sticking out or there was nothing that was abnormal. Um, so Keelan had always maintained that we would be able to carry another child. It was just there was something small. And we just had to figure out what it was. 
So we tried what was scientifically proven and then we also tried what was in trial. Um, none of none of that worked. It, we just hit a brick wall at each step. So Keelan sent our files to the States for a doctor in the States to kind of review them and see were we missing anything. Um, so when the files came back, the doctor just suggested that maybe could be my womb rejecting the pregnancies or it could be our immune system, my immune system. So we, that's where the trial drugs came in. Um, we tried drugs to try and overcome, I suppose, the immune system, but mm. that didn't work. Um, the last pregnancy then we would have had would have been four years ago. Um, it was perfect. Everything was going very well. Bloods were very good. But unfortunately, it ended up in an atopic. Um, and I had my tube, right tube removed. So after surgery, the doctor had just said to me that the likelihood of me carrying a normal pregnancy was unlikely, uh, just due to the scarring on my remaining tube. So we kind of, Ken and I sat down and we just had a chat and we said, you know, when your life is at stake, we have to readjust and you, you kind of look at things in a different perspective. So we decided to kind of, pull back and hold off and just enjoy life I suppose um, and then little Miss Riley four years <laughs> later decides to put a spanner in the works and yeah she's from the work echo pregnancy was picture perfect um, on paper it was probably the best pregnancy you could ever hope for there was no complications there was nothing it was amazing I mean, she truly was a miracle. Ken, can I bring you in there? Because I know it's always really difficult sometimes for the father, for the partner, for the husband, because you're like, did you effectively really lose all hope? I suppose at the point when Georgina had to have one of her tubes removed, did you just feel, oh, maybe we just have to accept it's not going to happen, Ken? I think when it came to that, I think when it came to the part where one of our tubes removed, because I seen when our ovary jaw did, erupted and I said no like um, we have one son as it is I, I'd rather keep my wife here now than fighting for another child you know because we were through a lot I've seen her going through everything the pain the suffering I wouldn't show trying to put my head into work and kind of deal with that way and be strong for her you know but yeah. when this pregnancy when this pregnancy with Riley I was like the f- like first <laughs> thing came into my head is where geez, we're going through this again, you know. But when every hospital appointment, when we saw her, just a little dot, it was a small bit of hope. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, then we actually heard the heartbeat, and I was like, "Wow, this this is actually this could be it." And it was when it was actually our son actually built up the um, the happiness of it, you know, to say like, you know. Man, Dad, this is it. Like, this is, you know, this is going to be the one. And it was, it took Georgina a few more weeks to kind of accept it, you know. But as as it would be, you'd be kind of thinking in the back, you know, is it going to disappear or you don't know what's going to actually happen. It must have been amazing for you both. Georgina, let me go back to you. Like, when you heard the heartbeat at that initial scan, because I suppose, look, you'd had an ectopic pregnancy, you'd had all these miscarriages, 23, you'd lost one of your fallopian tubes and here you were hearing the heartbeat. Was that, was it an emotional moment for you both? 
It it definitely was. Um, I think part of me, though, built up a mental block, um, just built up a wall. Mm. Um, As Ken was saying there, it took me a lot longer to accept that this pregnancy was was viable. I think I might have been 23 weeks Mm. when I actually accepted that I was going to be pregnant, that this baby was coming. And I suppose at 23 weeks, you now have a viable pregnancy. So the chance of survival, should you go into labour at 23 weeks, there's there's a survival rate. Mm. So I think once I got to 23 weeks, I just accepted myself, okay, this could be happening. This this is, we're, we're on the right track. Um, I found it most difficult from 30 weeks. Uh, from 30 weeks, kind of, till she was here, would, would have been the most mentally challenging because it was... A case of I was so close, mm-hmm. but yet so far. And the fear of losing her at that point was very real. And the actual birth, I'll ask you both this, maybe starting with you, Ken. I know it was Wednesday of last week. I mean, what was that like? A, were you both really nervous because you're so close, I suppose, and yet still a bit far away. And then the moment when your precious Riley came into the world after 23 miscarriages, what was that like? Well, the, um, that morning they induced her, um, and then we I was we kept walking up and down the corridor to, um, because she was getting the contractions. And I remember we would just went. It was around twelve o'clock or not after it, and we were downstairs and our waters broke, and it was like, oh, it's actually happening. <laughs> so we we got her back up into the ward anyway, and they put her on the the monitor machine to monitor Riley and Georgina herself. But our contractions then were gotten very bad. And next thing all of a sudden, we were down in the labour ward. And 45 minutes later, out she came. And it was like, like we didn't even have time to progress. Like it, it just happened so fast. And it's just when we actually see seen her coming out, it was like the two of us just broke down emotionally like that. It actually, she's here. It happened. We have her, you know. Oh. It was, it, was, it, was very, it was a special family moment, you know. And for you, Georgina, the same. Just you both just cried, I assume, when you looked at her and held her. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there was tears of joy for sure in the labour ward. Um, I think it took me a couple of days to accept, even that she was here, just <laughs> with the quick labour and just with how fast everything happened. So I think I was in a little bit of a daze or a trance for the first two days and. Then it was like, oh, God, she's here. <laughs> she's here. <laughs> and I gather your 19-year-old son, Leon, he was. did he come onto the ward to meet his baby sister? How was that for him? Oh, he did. Um, so he was finished work and he was just popping over to meet with his dad. And the nurse were forever grateful for She allowed him in to see, see his sister for a few moments. But an absolute precious moment. Uh, definitely just to have the four of us in the labour ward and to have them very first pictures and you know it it was very magical Um, Leon is as as static as we are he's he's a very proud brother And and I know you both want to thank don't you Georgina the staff in Cork University Maternity Hospital and particularly you were calling her Keelan of course Professor Keelan O'Donoghue and her team Oh they were absolutely fantastic from the minute we went into labour, 
for till the minute the baby arrived. Absolutely. Second, we got second to none care. They were there every step of the way. It was actually one of Keelan's doctors who delivered Riley, um, which was quite nice to mm. have the team the whole way through. But from the minute we found out we were pregnant, Professor O'Donoghue and her team took absolute brilliant care of us. They had us in every second week if we had any concerns. They'd listen to us. They'd talk us through, um, through labour. It was absolutely fantastic. Professor O'Donoghue herself even came up just to wish us all the best the day before she arrived. So, you know, they made it mm. very special. And after she was born, any nurse and doctor that was involved actually came to see her. And it, they were very sweet moments. Oh, and I gather not one baby, but you're looking forward to another new arrival shortly. Tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, we have a grandchild on the way. Um, <clears throat> Leon's expecting his baby in two weeks. Wow. So little baby Riley, not only is she a miracle to us, she's going to be an aunt at three, <laughs> three four weeks old. <laughs> we love her. She's fantastic. <laughs> Finally, I know both of you and Georgina, you want to urge, there's probably someone listening this morning struggling to have a family. You want to say to them, never give up hope that little miracles can happen. Yeah, for sure. Uh, never, never fully give up. As I, As I have previously said, you know, sometimes we have to let go a little for the sake of our mental health and that's okay too but just never actually give up hope there's always hope at the end of the tunnel and life has a funny way of adjusting and kind of throwing things at you and Mm -hmm. I suppose little baby Riley if she's not inspiration to say never give up (laughs) (laughs) Nothing is Well look I know you're so good you're sitting there in the car the pair of you with beautiful Riley so give her a big hug from us Georgina and Ken O'Shea we're all thrilled thank you so much for chatting to me this morning and congrats on baby Riley Thank you so much Mind yourselves take care we'll take a break